Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff. it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? Well, Patrick. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. It is going fantastic. It's good. Feeling good. Feeling Living al- good. Feeling alive. Yeah, Living man. Living good. I feel so alive. You're for like the a very p- first time. You're like a POD song coming to life here. That's right. I love it. Well, this is a POD. Yeah. Cast coming to life. It is. Right now. Payable on death cast. God, if, if nobody has that That's got to be a thing. I almost feel like I need to. we need to just make a POD cast. Mm, I'm out. I don't really? think so. I don't think so. Well, that's a wrap, Metal. Uh, see you la- oh, boy. On that. Uh, how you been? What's new? Anything new? Nope. No? Uh-uh. I'm, not- I'm too nostalgic for any anything new. What old are you de- getting up into? Ooh, you Tell wanna- me. Tell me. Fucking say it to oh, my man. fucking face. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I, I'm going into a bit of a uh, uh, synth funk. What does that mean? Huh? You're reading too many of Andrew Klein's tweets, and now you're thinking about keyboards all day? No, no. Like, uh... I'm more, I've been working on my newest playlist on the Spotify. Yeah. Uh, just just some good old '80s synth funk. Give me, tell me who though. Give me some like, examples. I like need to Rick know James them. and uh, the Zap Band, and uh, I don't know any of Jermaine Jackson. Ooh. Maybe some Herbie Hancock. Damn, and that's so you're just the listening Mary to that Jane shit. You're girls. Just, you're just on the train, fucking jamming out to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets you, it gets you a good strut. Yeah. Walking around the city. That's fun. You know? I yeah, like the man. idea of you strutting. Yeah, it's good. Ah, fuck. Okay, I not, not for me. I wouldn't be able to get into it. I um, bet you would. Guarantee you, I wouldn't. Well, you got to stick up your butt. I fucking tried to listen to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack because mm-hmm. it's like class. It's like seventy. Whatever. I fucking can't. I don't give a shit about any of that music. I can't. It just sounds like a. It sounds like a, a, a my dad's truck. I don't well, know. this just sounds like every rap song that got famous in the 90s. Yeah. But uh, the original version with the original lyrics. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it. I, I feel like it. Synth and jazz together. Mm-mm. I don't think those are two Funk. things. Funk. Same thing. Funk. Doesn't. Not for me. Well, it's it's how they were able to make more money because in the 70s, all the funk bands had a uh, horn section that they had to yeah. pay out. And then uh, in the 80s. They just turned it into one guy playing the synth. How, how many 70s funk hornists ended up accidentally being in ska bands in the early 90s, you know? Because they just didn't want to have to get a real job. You, are they called hornists? I don't know, but I like that, right? I know a lot of them wound up in Charlotte in <laughs> the, the Charlotte, 90s. The Charlotte hornists? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Grandma Ma, Muggsy Bugs, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'll tell you what I've been up to, bud. Uh, and I don't think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I've been watching. I've been downloading shit on my phone, you know, and you watch it on the train, the Netflix. I've been watching Star Trek, the original series, from the beginning, and it is so weird to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I've seen so many random episodes Wait, over the years. Did you say Stark Tech? Stark Tech, yeah. It's a great show. You seen it? Yeah. Uh, no, Tech War. You ever heard of this? William Shatner wrote it. Uh-huh. Uh, no, Star Trek. It's But I started at the beginning, which I've never done. So, like, now I, it's not so much I'm just like, hey, yeah, I know all these fuck, I know these fucking assholes, and I know their story, I know they're in space, so long, you know? But this feels more like I'm actually on this weird journey with them, 
And uh, the episodes kind of mean something. So, and also, I thought I had seen every episode in and out, but I haven't. So like three episodes in a row, and I'm like, I don't think I ever saw that episode beginning to end. And then maybe Trouble with Tribbles plays. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I've seen this movie, this episode to death. Uh, and so that's been kind of fun. I've been going through that on the train. The only thing I have a little self-consciousness is I, looking the way I look, you know, like a dipshit uh, stepdad or something, yeah. you know, and I'm on the train watching Star Trek on my phone. It's like, uh-uh, that's not, I can't do that. That doesn't, that doesn't feel good. Uh, but I still do it and I'm into it. So that's what I've been up to. Well, good. Yeah, buddy. Um, anything else? New? Any new games? You buying any new video games? Not really. You still, no, still, still rocking Final Fantasy? And, uh, I mean, a lot of Friday the 13th. I like you're that Friday still, the 13th. You're 13. not giving up on that, Rutger. It's you not- followed them with our Twitter account. Uh-huh. I saw that. You followed the Friday the 13th game. Well, they send out updates. The game with uh-huh. our Twitter account. I like that. I'm also that. on the subreddit. Well, of course you are. Uh, goddamn. Uh, we have a fantastic guest today on the show. Absolutely. Let's say we the take a break. Samtastic. Whoa, write that down fast. Uh, let's say we take a break, listen to one of our great sponsors, and then come back. Okay. All right. Do you want to know the latest in what's happening in the world of superhero movies, sci-fi, fantasy, anime, and comics? How about a chat about some cryptids, UFOs, and things to go bump in the night? Do you want to hear some interviews with people that know more about that stuff than you do? Of course you do. I'm Boomer, and you can join me for a monthly wrap-up of geek and pop culture news, interviews, reviews, and an investigation each episode that looks at something weird and creepy, as well as real-life ghost stories and strange happenings from ordinary people. Join me on Geeks and Creeps, which can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or podcast player of your choice. Join the conversation with Geeks and Creeps Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter with at Geeks and Creeps Podcast. You can also email Geeks and Creeps Podcast at gmail.com with any weird and wonderful stories that you'd like to chat about. Can't wait to invade your earballs soon on Geeks and Creeps Podcast. Stay creepy. And we're back. Ooh! What a good commercial. It was. Fuck yeah. You're dude, you're killing it on those reads, bud. I am? You are. Oh, I get so in my head. Yeah. And also, if that's not one of the commercials with a read, you're killing it generally in life, you know? Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, speaking of killing it, we have a great guest on the show today. 100%. Fantastic. Uh, friend of the show. Fan of the show. Real enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys might have known her. She's uh, uh, one of Brooklyn Magazine's 50 funniest people in Brooklyn. Uh, also, you've seen her work on Comedy Central, College Humor, Some E-Cards, and Reductress. And she made her television stand-up debut on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend Samantha Ruddy. Oh, guys. Wow. Thank you. Oh, they are Can going you tell crazy. the crowd to stop? Thank you. I just yeah. did. Oh, I, pa- I, I told you. them to pause. I thought that it was a lot. The studio audience right there, you know, sending kills, you know, through us. Yeah, it's so hot. And then they all fucking leave so we can start the show. Uh, how are you, dude? Oh, I'm so good. How are you guys? Good. Feeling good? I'm cranked up. We're cranked. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're fucking flying. Brandon's just like on his seventh cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. that he's heated up in the microwave. This, this yeah. has been a uh, this has been a lot a long day because we got uh, breaks coming up. So Reem and I have been recording a lot, and so it's so funny to see like when you came in, you're so like, and it's a kind well, of a ho hum day. It's we have a, a lot rainy. Of, we have a lot of breaks in our podcast because it's so hilarious. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but it was just so fun. Your energy when you walked in, you were like, "Hey!" And I just know in my head, I'm like, "Ah!" 
Hi, hello, how are you? I've been uh, talking for three hours. My brain is rotten now. Uh, goddamn. Okay, how you been? How you? I'm, you feeling good? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Having I'm, a good day? Yeah, today was nice. I, uh, I shot a sketch with some friends. Ooh. Went out for lunch. Night? What'd you have for lunch? Here. Uh, I had a bento box. Okay, now, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's I've like, read it a lot, but I've never... Uh, it's like uh, beef and white rice and veggies and like a little salad. Okay. And it, it, it come in a box? Is that it the bit? It comes in a box. Thank it's you. The whole bit. I'd be so pissed if it didn't. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> if I ordered a bento box and they gave it to me on a fucking plate or in a bag, I'd mm-hmm. lose my shit. You have to leave. Yeah. I'd also pr- be pretty upset because I don't eat most right. of the stuff you said. Uh, okay. So first off, right out of the bat, we got to get it out of the way. Where are you from? I'm from like northeastern Pennsylvania. So like near oh. Scranton. Oh, okay. Poca- po- po- Poconos? Uh. Isn't that North? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very close to the Poconos. Like Stroudsburg, um, is that area not far? It's okay. like forty-five minutes from where I grew up. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah, it's like all the kind of the same area. Yeah, Reamstown. You know about Reamstown? No, I do not. Sagertown. Oh. What if we went so deep on fucking weird Pennsylvania cities? Well, there's a Sagertown too. Sagertown. That's they where just name uh, a lot of towns in Pennsylvania after New York comics with the name Brandon. Sure. Yeah, Albert. Yeah, exactly. Albert Kirchner's from Sagertown. Oh. Yeah. It's over by, I don't fucking know. Uh, the only reason I know all those Poconos places is I used to have a, one of my first shitty day jobs in uh, New York was I was helping people rent houses out in the Poconos. Oh, yeah. So it was so weird because I was in an office in Brooklyn. I was pretty much the only person at the company that anybody that ever rented from us interacted with. Uh, and I'd never been there. I don't know anything about it. But people would call me and they're like, hey, yeah, we're done uh hill five and uh our water's not working and i'd be like hey, i got nothing but i'm sorry i took your <laughs> money and that's it um well, growing up okay what is it like big town big city little city um very small city small very small city. city like how um, many people would you say like uh, scranton's population is right around seventy thousand. sure is that where you're from Wait. um yeah i grew i was born in i was born in scranton raised about 15 minutes outside the city did you say what it was called does it have a town did you say? Oh, I was so the town I grew up in is very small. The population oh, okay, okay, is like okay. six hundred people. It's called oh, Mayfield. Mayfield. Oh, that's um, fun. What was your mask? Did you guys have a high school? Yeah, I went to Catholic school though. Oh, she didn't have like a fun mask. We had like a you? crusader. Every Catholic oh. school's mascot is a crusader. They should be the bakers. Oh, that's fun. I don't get it. The Holy Cross Bakers? No, oh, the Mayfield Bakers. Mayfield. Oh, Mayfield Bakers. I still don't I don't, get it. I don't That's get fine. It. Comedy's yeah, forever. I'm trying, but I don't oh, get it. It's not for everybody. Baker Mayfield's a oh, football player. Oh, first player overall in the draft we got there and that's the fucking thing that matters you know <laughs> i'm a pittsburgh uh-huh. steelers fan are you really like baker Ooh, boy. mayfield yeah. Uh, oh yeah uh, uh, okay so i was gonna say small town that's crazy uh, uh i grew up in a town know, with like 18 maybe 1500 people mm-hmm. and that was a tiny town so i can yeah. imagine being in a place that's 600 that's gotta be so small yeah like there wasn't even like a public school like you had to go like the town over basically. yeah 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 how um, many high schools are in scranton or that little the area. city itself has oh, like three has two major high schools that are public mm-hmm. and then like a catholic school that i went to and then oh, a prep school you had to you had to do the whole tour oh i did the of whole catholic yeah. dumb. wow i i went to like a little catholic school near my t- hometown like you mean they, little as in they were just kind of catholic <laughs> it's like, like a little which which like saint we, was it you named know, after? we didn't eat meat on fridays but <laughs> yeah. other than that it was pretty secular uh what's that which saint was that one named after um i went to saint rose oh. and then i and then it transfer i it, it like combined with another school and became sacred heart uh-huh. and then sacred heart closed and i went to bishop o'hara and then bishop o'hara closed and mer- merged with another school i went i finished at holy cross at what point do you start thinking Fuck, maybe it's me you know <laughs> like all your high schools start getting rid of it my schools used to close all the time and yeah. i really did feel like i was cursed also <laughs> i mean not just uh, barry you're a lesbian 
I am right? a lesbian. Oh, so yeah. maybe there's that. You that know? could be it. You're single-handedly taking <laughs> down the Catholic. I don't think I'm. I think they're doing fine. I think they're doing a pretty fine. They're doing all right on their own. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's fun. Okay, so growing up, brothers, sisters. Yeah, three brothers. Where are you at? I am the third oldest, so I have one little brother and two older brothers. All right, that feels like. uh, I don't know. That's that seems like a lot. A brother? Do you get get lost in the mix? Um, sometimes because I feel like like, the youngest gets some attention, but the oldest gets attention. We were spaced out. Okay. So like, I and also my oldest two brothers are both half brothers. One is my mom's child, and the other is my dad's child from previous marriages. Oh, that's fun. That's like a real television sitcom. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And then my parents got together, and they had me and my little brother. Oh, cool. Um, but my older brothers, um, one of them's like ten years older, one of them's five and a half, and then the little brother's like seven and a half, eight years younger. Oh wow! So yeah, that is a real yeah. We're pretty spaced. So you kind of all got to be like only child a little bit. Like the, we all had a period as the youngest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's like needed. That. Yeah, that's what. That's how I. My half brother and sister. Well, I grew up with them, so we're all the same. But whatever. Uh, uh, they're six and eight years older than me, so it's like okay. I had. We kind of had that thing too. Um, growing up, what, uh, were you guys in like? Were you so in a small town? But were you guys like in the town, or were you guys like out in the woods and on a farm, or what was it? Um, we grew up in like a little like. It was a little woodsy, mm-hmm. but like definitely neighbors. Like it sure. was kind of like a little cul-de-sac. Yeah, okay. And like, like there was a neighborhood, but it was pretty tiny. And then like we would drive 15 minutes into Scranton if we like wanted to do anything. That's very similar to how I grew up where we, we go like 25, 30 minutes and we're in Omaha. But yeah. like when we're at my place, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. And yeah. so, you know, um, my grandparents were our neighbors, you know. Uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's very nice. So, uh, you know, uh, everywhere from the opening credits of The Office. Yeah, is that weird places. for real? What was that like? That, yeah, um, it was. I, I could talk about you're the like office the perfect for a, age. I could talk to the, about the office for a very long time. Oh yeah, like because I got obsessed with it like in middle school. Sure. I mean, how um, can you not too when yeah. it's like one even of the if biggest you think show? It, yeah, yeah, but you live in fucking Scranton. That's yeah. like was it weird? It was big. Tell me. Okay, so I am so interested in that feeling. Like when it comes out. Did you know beforehand, like, oh, fuck, there's going to be... Or were you just like, hey, there's this show on TV, <laughs> and you're not going to fucking believe this, but it takes place here. <laughs> I <laughs> found out about it from, like, the news coverage of it. Oh, cool, Because yeah. in our local news, it was yeah. a huge yeah. deal. And that's... They say that, like, or at least in all the trivia, is that it was... Uh, what's his name? Krasinski? Yep. He shot all that, because they were just... He was on a road trip, and they... I think it was maybe Krasinski and um, BJ Novak... And they were they were like near it, and they're like, "Oh well, let's go to that town and see what it's like." And then they shot a bunch of all that stuff on like a, a handheld, and then mm-hmm. that's what they used. Yeah, yeah, I think it was actually an iPhone. Maybe, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, like that sign and everything. Mm-hmm. They had to actually remove the sign because too many people? people were holding traffic up. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, it, it was at a bad spot. Well, yeah. it was just in a normal spot. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It was, like, it was, it was meant entrance. to be driven by. Yes, it was on the entrance. Like, oh. <laughs> Yes. I'm in Scranton. It's on the highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people would like stop on the highway and try to get pictures with it. And they were like, okay, we're going to put this in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> they throw it in the bottom of the ocean like they did with Osama so that it wouldn't become like, you know, a fucking. You mean Megatron? What's that? Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, I was trying to reference Osama bin Laden for some fucking oh, reason. No. I was doing a fun, you know, a fun <laughs> aside like a where fun you. Riff. Yeah, how they threw him in the ocean, you know, so people wouldn't uh, make his gravesite a martyr. Yeah, that's why they did it. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why they did it for Megatron, too. Megatron. You mean uh, that player, the guy was on the Seattle scene? That's right. <laughs> super, that's right. Super. Lions. Oh, boy, I'm dumb as shit. Hey, it's all right. Uh, okay, so okay, so when that show airs and you're in, you're getting into it and stuff like that. Yes. Do you think on uh, like I'm uh, intellectual or whatever? Do you think that informed you wanting to do comedy? And and this isn't Mark Marin. We're not locking the gates and getting into your comedy. But mm-hmm. 
I feel like if all of a sudden a show took place in Omaha, I would be, I'd be like, maybe I could do a TV show. Did you think that helped you think that like the world could happen? I, I, <laughs> I like it definitely like for sure stoked the fire of like my interest in comedy, but I mm-hmm. was already like an SNL nerd. Already into like, it? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What was your cast? Um, I was like, like that 2003, 2004, like Tina, Jimmy weekend oh, update. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my shit. Yeah. 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 It, that's, that's when I was getting right out of high school. Uh-huh. So that's when I was getting back into uh, SNL because in college we would watch it all the time. And so like there was this thing where like, and I don't know, I feel like this is how I feel with everything. Like uh, the NFL and everything to like my high school years, I f- didn't pay attention to anything because I was off like meeting girls and like playing sports or whatever. Uh, but then when I got back into college, it was like, okay, now I'm back in SNL. So I kind of missed a lot of the Will Ferrell years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Just like with The Simpsons, I missed all of those years and stuff. But then as soon as I get into college, I'm back into it. And so those years were good. And then uh, a lot of uh, Horatio was at that time. Yeah, a lot of Horatio. And, uh, um, what was the, there was Trace, one sketch Tracy? that was like Jimmy Fallon and Horatio. It was like, Someone's room. Yes, like, like out the of a dorm room yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Room and he's wearing like uh, Horatio's wearing like parkas. Yeah, somebody shit. has like white guy dreads. God, it's just yeah. like the best parody of like what college yeah. was at that time. I, I love how every cast like SNL, it, they always seem like the comeback cat, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. everybody else they check out, but then there's a whole group of people that just keep watching. So well, it's like I... they're always consistently good, but it's always there's always that little lull in between mm-hmm. uh when it's good yeah so everybody's always considered like a comeback cast. i really like it i really like a new cast on snl any of the time that there's a lot when they take on a lot of people that part yeah because it feels like it's all like experimental and fresh again uh-huh. and sometimes that's when shit really catches like that's when like uh the um all the lonely island stuff kind of hit but it was yeah. because it was in one of those turning points yeah it was like 2006 2007 exactly and yeah, oh, yeah. Like and up. i think that shit i think that's so fun to see no and there, it's also great to see what a cast is really at its stride you know like uh like in the early 90s like all the wayne's world years and stuff yeah well but the, it's fun to see it when it's like we're just playing with house money right now we're just hoping we don't get fucking fired this season i really enjoy this cast it is oh right yeah now. it's really good like this season really good heidi gardner yeah. like all these really funny people they brought in and, totally and, and like uh well, I mean, the way that uh, we consume media now, I think, is really helping Saturday Night Live because everything is car, uh, compartmentalized into YouTube clips and everything totally, like totally, that. Yeah. So, you know, you don't even have to watch it. You can grab, like, the cold open and then the hot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Did you guys see the Mulaney yeah. episode this week? I, with, saw, uh, I did what you were saying. I saw this great. Yeah. Oh, the, the Bodega Man's perfect. Oh, Here's the thing. Yeah. I love it. I think it's genius. I love Mulaney. I love all of it. But I cannot imagine that, like, if my mom was watching oh, that yeah. episode, how fucking lost. Nobody like, outside this? of the city gets the bodega. <laughs> totally, man. but it, that's why the I think it's so much better of it, and like the fact that everything's so internet driven mm-hmm. means yeah. that you can do a sketch yeah. that's just for New York. It's oh more, yeah, remember a couple years ago when they did the? It was a. It wasn't a Lonely Island, but it was a digital short where they were the subway dancers. Uh-huh. Remember that? It's the same kind of thing. It's like. Oh, this the, these writers and these creators are just literally getting to do what they want to do right now, and that feels fucking rad. It's not like we got to make sure everybody. It's it's not safe comedy that everybody can get, and I think that's fucking rad as hell. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I mean, there's a lot of things to complain about about the media landscape right now, and mm-hmm. like how it's been like killed in some ways monetarily. Totally, totally. But like one really nice thing about it is that like you don't have to worry about making something for everyone. Like you yeah. can just make a really specific thing that like murders for one group of people. Exactly. It's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, uh, it's why I'm glad I'm uh, uh an artist and creator at this time as opposed to even even 5 years ago. Like yeah. even when I was starting, I feel like things are a lot different. You see things happen a lot different. It's so different. Um 
And I like that. And I like the idea that capitalizing on that and seeing where it's going to go. It's also scary at times, of course, but you know, it's interesting. It'd be a lot cooler if it was one of those times where like, uh, you know, you make a hot bit and then all of a sudden you get to have a TV show for nine years, you know, yeah. <laughs> it'd be fun as shit. You know what I mean? You do Carson, uh, you're a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, what's up with him? He doesn't answer emails. Johnny Carson? <laughs> yeah, I, his, I've been reaching out to his booker for that, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to try that. I get, I'm not going to see that. Letterman. I saw him at an open mic. He told, yeah. me, he told me his name was Letterman. I don't know. Uh, what's fucked up about Letterman? Yeah. Didn't even play high school sports. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> what a, what a ripoff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> goddamn. Uh, okay, so you're growing up. Uh, what was your shit when you yeah. were, you were saying oh. you're like SNL, but what? I was like, a huge office nerd. Office? I mean, I, when fun. I, uh, when that show came out, um, Oh, also going back to Lonely Island, I was also obsessed with Lonely oh Island. Oh my god! When Lazy, when Lazy Sunday came oh, out, yes. mm-hmm. me and my friends made a Scranton parody. Like, <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, That's of course so we funny. did. Oh, I love that. Because oh, there's a funny thing that I, I I was gonna try to like find these and like have them on the show or whatever. I remember one day I was you had posted this was a couple years ago. You posted something and I was like, what was it? It was like a photo or a video, and I went looking for it and I ended up finding all these. Like ukulele, pair. <laughs> oh no! But it's one of those things about how like because like like I started my Facebook in college and now it's just my, like my professional yeah. comedy Facebook. But like all that fucking shit from college, and it was just these videos. And you were I just remember you were doing a Jack's Mannequin song, and it made me feel so weird because I'm like, that's a, this video looks in, in all fairness, this video looks very retro. It looks like it's like 15 years ago. I'm like, but Jack's Mannequin's not that old. And then I'm like, oh my god, that album's so old. And I was like, ah, and I had this whole melt. But it was was that like a thing? Like, were you right at that like YouTube era? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I grew up like when YouTube was becoming a thing. Yeah, like I I graduated high school in 2010. Ah, 2010. Um, yeah, so like I, I got a ukulele in 2009, like peak Juno, 500 days of summer <laughs> shit. Fuck yeah, dude, that's when you uh, get a ukulele. Yeah, and I used to like play. I got I, a banjo that year, but I was fucking like <laughs> 29. <laughs> I was like a very obnoxious 17 year old, and like I got really into ukulele, and I would do covers of songs, and yeah. I would like sometimes they were funny, they were usually just like covers, yeah. Um, and then I took them all down, like when I started like getting serious about comedy because yeah. it's embarrassing. It is. It's a weird. I do think that's a weird thing though. Like it's not. It is embarrassing, but it's not embarrassing. But like I'll do that every once in a while. Like we talk about it with our comedy all the time too. Like you see, you watch a set from like fucking eight years ago, and you're like, Jesus, what was I thinking? But it's actually kind of in the grand scheme of things that's beautiful because it's like part of like those those ukulele videos are part of your artistic evolution yeah so there's actually something kind of beautiful and rad about them but that doesn't stop your cringe factor of them or whatever oh, you know so what I mean? or you know what i mean like there's something about that like mm-hmm. ugh, i like it uh oh i love old youtube just because it's all early uh, youtube yeah, yeah. when you find early youtube and it's everything slideshows yeah like we did a lost oh. episode uh oh, a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. ago and uh, I was doing all the research on YouTube because that's that's where we go. But everything is from ten. They're like all videos from like ten years ago. So yeah, it's all, when it was airing live, it's all just slideshows. <laughs> uh, Apple or whatever the Microsoft. Yeah, uh, Windows video. Movie Maker. Yes. Ooh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's where I cut my teeth on that. Me too. <laughs> just. Ugh. The first time I remember getting like super into YouTube stuff was like 2005. I was in eighth grade, and my entire class got into Smosh. What's Smosh? It was like these two dudes in like the Inland Empire in California who would just make goofy videos Fun. and like I it was huge yeah. at the time. I if I don't know about you, I'm sure you guys did this too. I feel like if YouTube would have been a thing when I was in like elementary middle school, I would just have cuz we were making stuff anyway. Oh, yeah. We were shooting VHS tapes and doing like in-camera edits and then like what the fuck's this for? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. you'd go to a party and we'd we'd all spend two weeks shooting this thing and then we'd go to one party, watch the whole thing, and then just be done with it, you know? Yeah. Isn't um, it weird it's how much this uh, younger generation will be able to see, like, their entire life? Yes. Like... I actually am really could have been part of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could have been posting things on YouTube when I was 12. Yeah. Um, I... I had done stuff and I took almost every I've taken almost every bit of my pre-18 life that was on the internet off yeah yeah um just because it's too creepy to me it is yeah, yeah. it's weird like that's the thing what, what the thing I was talking about about how our Facebooks are a social media thing but it also kind of becomes a career thing that happened to me one time where somebody randomly it was Rory Scovel somebody randomly commented somebody who he knew from his real life like a college friend or something commented on some photo of his from like 2006 or 4 <laughs> or something but I'm like, I shouldn't be seeing this. You know what I mean? Like, that's not our relationship. I shouldn't see like a fun, you know, like how often does somebody like my, just yesterday, uh, a cousin of mine posted some meme that's like, to all my cousins, even if I don't see you every day, you're yeah. always in my heart. I'm like, I, that's fine. That's there. But like, I don't need fucking everybody in the world seeing that. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to lose that either. You know what yeah. I mean? But I also don't want to create a separate thing. You know, it's. It's yeah, just weird how we're you how we're doing everything now. I think it's just I think that part of that might just be for us though because we are living very public lives. Totally. Um, and you know, Facebook for a very long time was a very private with mm-hmm. your friends only kind of medium. Yeah. yeah. Like and, there, there, yeah. there was a uh, uh, like a process before you'd even accept a friend. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Like you know. Totally. Now, now, like I forget all the people that you put some of your shit out to. Yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah. I don't know. Like, and this is very. I mean, we. This has been said a million times. But like a lot of times, and I'm sure you get this a lot. Uh, the thing of when like a female comedian or writer posts something, and just the the barrage of like tags or like you should say it this way and oh, stuff yeah. like that. That is insane to or, me. Yeah. And and just the more and more you see it all the time, like it's like you get. And then I'm also like, I, and not that 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 happens. People will do that to like male comedians too. But it's not the same. And it's just like, well, how do we fix that type of mentality? You know what I mean? Like uh, it's so you weird. Don't. Yeah. I mean, you can make fun of people who do it. But it's that's so it. it's so weird. It's such a weird uh, everything about it. Reaction, the way people do it, the 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 thinking and stuff. Like, I don't know. I never get that kind of shit. Yeah, well, we got armchair comedians yeah. on the on the <laughs> internet. That's another thing I was just thinking about. And again, we're not trying to make it weird or anything with uh, comedy. No, talk. Well, we're not Pete Holmes. No, so. but the thing is, is that okay? So I was thinking about this. Uh, 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 how often do you like make? Do you like uh, make a joke on Twitter or something like that, or you put up a video or something, and people are just like, that? Ah, no, not it. And it's like, so you, or, right. or things like when, remember when this well, I just sh- like when you see a friend have like a stand up shot or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, you know, a very good comic and yeah. a good friend. And then uh, you go and you read the comments on yeah. it and it's like some idiot just trying to break down why a joke's not funny or something yeah. like that. And it's like, and this- that, but that idiot is probably like, they're probably a person with a job. Yeah. yeah. And like, if us as comics tried to go into their job, they'd be like, well, no, you don't know how lo- being a lawyer works. Yeah. And it's like, but you think you understand this other fucking thing? That, it, it boggles my mind to the point of that. There's no, like when the fuck fuck Jerry stuff was happening, uh, when people were like saying you should unfollow this meme uh-huh. account, right? 
I thought it was so funny the amount of people who was like, who cares? Just make more jokes. Yeah. And it's like, in your industry, if fucking anything happened, you would be rising up and taking to the streets. It's just, you don't understand that this is a real thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, just Ugh. make more medications. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. you, take my, you took my patent. Yeah, like, yeah totally. <laughs> just come up with another joke that yeah. you could make money off of. Build another skyscraper, <laughs> yeah, asshole, you know? Exactly. It's so weird. Uh, let's Okay, back to your childhood. When you're oh, yeah, up. we were talking about The Office. The Office, so, now everything i'm so interested in um i got like super super into in middle school Mm -hmm. and i remember in eighth grade i like watched the office olympic episode and then i threw an office olympic at my elementary school of course yeah dude Uh, that's so funny yeah because that's one thing about catholic schools uh do the medals with the uh the yogurt yogurt container just like these fucking things (laughs) yeah yeah it was i made i made homemade medals i like did the whole shebang and like it, it's so funny because like people at the Catholic schools are like very strict mm-hmm. um, and like they can be, but like mine also like isn't under the same government oversight mm-hmm. that a public school is. So if I was just like, hey, can we do an Olympic day on Friday? They'd be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so like we would do fun shit like that. And when I was a when I was a junior or sophomore in high school, like I was like couldn't drive yet, but like was definitely not a freshman. Yeah. Um, not a not a kid as much anymore. I was yeah, I was an old wise fifteen year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was like fifteen or sixteen. They did a the office convention, so they had nice. all the characters come to Scranton, and they threw a whole big thing and like. Oh, it was like a wild time. It was so much fun. Oh, and I, cool. I have pictures with like so many of the cast members because my friend and I waited behind a building that we knew they were going to come out of. Oh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's uh, kind of scary. You know? Oh, yeah. It's kind of fun at first when you're like, oh, I went to the convention, took photos. Now nah, I waited behind this fucking <laughs> we building. waited behind this fucking Aren't dumpster. they kicking around bringing the office back? They kind of always are. But I, it's one of those things where I think they're just like, it's well, just a easy. It's like the friends thing. They've been saying there's going to be a friends reunion for. 15 I would years. love if they did one and did it in Scranton. They did a yeah. they did a farewell. Yeah. Um. When they did the last the episode, last episode yeah. they aired it at the baseball stadium in oh, Scranton, cool. and we all went. And Steve Carell was there. I high fived him. Oh, sick. Uh. What do you have to do for that? You have to hide under his car or something? <laughs> yeah, I had to hide under his car. Well, there, let me just. I feel like I did come up very creepy. There were other people waiting as well. For it was a sure. crowd. Yeah. You know, uh, other it creep, wasn't just us. Other creepos other and weirdos. Yeah. So they had like a whole goodbye at the baseball stadium and it was super fun. And then at that night, um, uh, Kevin's band played oh, Scrantonicity. Cool. Scrantonicity? Yeah. They played at one of the local <laughs> bars. Uh, and like, that's so I, I believe they played. They used to come to town sometimes. Yeah. And then also, that's uh, great. Uh, John Krasinski and uh, Jenna Fisher were guest bartenders at like a popular bar oh, in town. Oh, that's fun. Oh, wow. So like I have pictures of like them pouring shots into my friend's mouth. That's awesome. Like, that is like, uh, I like when people... I just have Slipknot stories. <laughs> so much yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple 311 good yarns yeah. that I can do. Uh, I like the idea that they were... I like when you can tell How the people they are love into it. it. Yeah. yeah. They you know, love well, the I mean, city. I mean, no. they're they're like... Like here's the thing. Like, they seem like good people. Especially at that time, like John Krasinski is a big superstar now, and mm-hmm. like Steve Carell has always been. Yeah. But like at the time, like they were treated like gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they would you they would come to Scranton. It was like they were the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. It's- well, on top of that, I mean, all of those uh, they're they're all character actors. You know, like that's what makes The Office so great is all. Of, I mean, just the whole lineup of supporting characters. Yeah. yeah. And and everybody ensemble. just works great together. That's why they were able to crank out what four pretty good seasons without steve yeah you know and like just because every, all every, everybody's great and then you have the people that start uh getting bigger roles like uh your craig robinson's yeah or whatever, yeah totally or like the people that they brought in later like uh oh, andy yeah. 
And uh, God, I love the guy that did the that was HR that also wound up in Silicon Valley. Yeah, Zach Sherwin. A really tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lanky dude. And then, Wait, Zach Sherwin? Isn't that his name? No, tall- Zach. I don't think Zach Sherwin. I think no, it's, that's um, maybe that's Zach. Zach something. He's another. It. Yeah, he's yeah. he's um. Oh God! What's is Zach Sherwin the musical guy that? Yeah, does Zach Mike? Sherwin yeah, yeah, does yeah. songs for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that's and I right. love him. But I don't. It's not him. Whatever They're, the guy's name is. But yeah, he and he's on uh, Silicon Valley. What's that great, great is uh man. Uh, you can watch like cold open mon- uh, compilations. Totally, I do on- that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just kick the table over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, lost my mind. It's just a clinic on like great comedy writing. Yeah. Period. You know what else is great? As I have all the DVDs, and uh, on all the DVDs they have uh, whatever it's called, like scenes that were cut or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And you and they have them all compiled for every episode, like every you know scene that wasn't, and it's all compiled into one long like forty minute video. And it just basically is like one hilarious office episode. Yeah. The, the plot doesn't really make sense, but it's <laughs> so good. So funny. Oh, I love it. And also, the it was the, one of the last shows in that heyday of DVDs where yep. all the audio commentary is so good because they'll yeah. get a bunch of them. I miss that. Me too. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it could be utilized now. Maybe it is. I don't Google anymore, but uh, I'm off Googling. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Google. Uh, it could be with like podcasting and stuff like that. Maybe there is some element to that. Um, but like one thing I loved about watching The Office with the co- audio commentaries is uh, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy that plays Stanley, you know, he's got this character mm-hmm. on the show and he's a certain. Yeah. But when you listen to him in the audio commentaries, you see that he's vi- he's so funny. He genuinely loves the show. He knows everything that's happening in a scene. Like he's not in the scene. He's like, oh, yeah. Now remember this, this is when Jenna did this and knocked this thing over. And so it took 10 times. And it's the oh, I loved it. The aloof Stanley angle on a mm-hmm. lot of the jokes just always <laughs> cross, especially the way Stanley plays off of uh, Michael. Yeah, too. Just because I mean, it's also weird when you go back. A thing that I found interesting because I went back and rewatched the whole series maybe like a year ago. Oh yeah, it's one of the most rewatchable. So yeah. Well, like I blend stuff together in my head so much, it's weird to think that like only like three seasons happened. I think before they got engaged. And then you're oh, like, Jim and Pam? yeah. And then you're yeah. like, Aaron didn't come in. Aaron was only there for like three or four seasons. Yeah. But barely. in my head, I'm like, she's in fucking, she's part of the office, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting when things like that happen. Um, I do the same thing with Scrubs a lot where I'll be like, well, obviously this thing happened in season one. And then I'm like, that happened in season five? Wow. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, uh, I like saying shit like that. Um, what else? Okay. So what other things were you into? Were you, were you, uh, ever a video game kid or any kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah. I was a big video game kid. I was like, I was, I was a comedy nerd. Like I watched a lot. I would stay up to like watch adult swim shit. Like, yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. Yeah. I would stay up to like three in the morning to watch home movies or like it's the best show. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I love, oh yeah. Um, uh, I, I played a lot of PlayStation two. Like that was probably my, I came out in like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. That was probably mm-hmm. like my peak video gaming. That's cool. Um, what, uh, do you remember? Was there any game that you was all your, yeah. Your style? Tony Hawk's pro skater three. Every yeah. day. That's every great. day. That what, and Spider-Man two. Uh, what song does that game make you think of? Ooh. Oh, uh, you think it's strange that there's a way of how you look and how you act. Uh, the, uh, oh, what's good. the song? Oh, all my best friends are metalhead by oh. less than Jake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't know that one. I, it might be, that might be Tony Hawk four actually, but that's, um, that's one of those things that by that time though, was when, I don't know if you knew, but like with your PS2, you are yeah. no with your Xbox, you could upload music to it. And so my, with oh, my, yeah. with my regular Xbox, anytime I play a Tony Hawk game, I was just listening to my fucking bullshit, yep. <laughs> like uh, Ju- uh, Juliana yeah. Theory sad, or whatever the fuck. Sad yeah, 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 yeah. Patrick yeah. mix. So it's just the saddest shit. You can find a lot of those games at pawn stores now. Yeah. Or like Tony Hawked. Okay. <laughs> All right. I knew when you brought uh, up pawn stores, something was going to happen. I Jesus Christ. See where the bit was going. Yeah. I, I also um, 
Superman by Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Tony yeah, Hawk, that's... part one. That was on the, uh, the you get the, I remember the first time I played it was on uh, Pizza Hut. Yeah, the Pizza Hut. PlayStation dude. sampler. Yeah. And nice. uh, all you got was the warehouse level. Yeah. And all you got was, was, that song? was yeah. Goldfinger Superman. And that song, uh, do you guys remember the Fairly Brothers movie Kingpin? Uh, oh, yeah. It's the one with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray and uh, uh, the bowling one. Yeah. And there's a scene in that where they, they have to like escape this party really fast and they jump in the car and all of a sudden fucking that song starts playing. Yeah. It's nothing takes me out of a movie more than that. It's like he's <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm like they're not on skateboards. What is happening here? <laughs> yeah, it's so oh wild. Well, can it, you were a, so music. What was your? Uh, oh yeah, I was in pop punk cover bands love all it. through middle love school. Love it. And what high was it school. on the uke? No, no. <laughs> No, I was, a, I was a rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I also played bass That's a good transition. Let me ask you, honest question. Did you ever play a version of uh, the uh, My Friends Over Uke? Oh, uh, we won my high school talent show by playing that song. Hell That's yeah. good. I love it. All I, right. A uh, yeah. couple questions. Where'd you, where'd you hold your bass when oh, you played it? Were you like good. a low No, bass I was player? high. I was high? a high bass player. And like, were you uh, a good bass player? Yes. I okay, was that's why you played bass a pie. guitar. Yeah, okay. that's why you played a pie. Did you put stickers on your bass? No, on my on my amp. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that checks out. Because I always I was always looking for the next new instrument. So uh-huh. I was always like uh, keep it yeah. clean. I was always selling my instruments and yeah. then like you, putting another hundred dollars for like yeah, a yeah, nicer. Yeah. Like, How do you guys feel about the duct tape look? No. On an instrument. I, I, it's Not a different a it's a different time. Okay. I my duct tape was functional. Because I my I so I played guitar rhythm guitar and I, I we really jumped around and really had some fun with it you know and uh, my lock screws came out of the strap for mm, the strap yeah and it, they came out one time on stage that happened and to so me then I once. had to duct tape the fuck out of them and then once you take duct tape off a guitar it looks like shit because it all stayed right. there so then I had to like make it part of it what kind of bass was it oh brand oh uh, it was a Fender Mexican um, I think it was the P bass nice that's a fun one I don't like Fender as a guitar company but f- weirdly I do like all Fender basses oh I was yeah. a Fender I, I've I've always had them I had, yeah. like my first guitar was like a Squire Strat yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Squire Strat and then so, I got a Telecaster and then I finally did still you get, have a strap. Did so you have a Telecaster? Offender. What? Well, Come on. When she oh, gets I get it. Yeah, guitar. yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. I... <laughs> Sorry, that joke slaps. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, you're right. It does slap because it's the bass. Uh, again. I wish you guys could see Brandon's face when Patrick shot that joke down. <laughs> well, because I got to see the math, you know? Yes. It's uh-huh. like you literally said you saw it coming. That is how it works with him. You got to get in the eyes, you know? I love and then the I can eyes. see it and I can yeah. smell it out. Uh, we... Uh, Telecaster, do you have a full, a real Telecaster? Uh, they or was were, it a Squire? They were all Fenders, but they were like the Mexican Fender. I never had like an American made. Because I love, oh, okay. I do love the way a Telecaster looks. To this day, I would like to have I a Telecaster. I love Telecasters, but yeah. the thing is, I was playing a lot of punk pop and yeah, a lot of so stuff like weird. that. So the Telecaster really, the twang wasn't yeah. good for I always like that Thunderbird. I love oh, the yeah, Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. so pretty. If I, the only, the Fender that if I could have one, uh, and I don't even know if they made it right-handed, but the uh, the Kurt Cobain Jaguar yeah, one. Yeah, those are that, beautiful. It was the coolest thing, and then when the, when I bought his um book, his like diaries book, right. it has the him designing it. He like did the designs for it, and it's just like I was like oh, I haven't gone through want. my musician's friend in a while, but the <laughs> Telecaster is just the classic uh, Stratocaster body, but for the bass, right? It's, no, Telecaster's like, Telecaster's more of it's a different. It's the Strat as a style and the Telecaster style. It's the one that has the the knob as a slide. Okay. It slides like this instead of having the the knobs and the up mm-hmm. and down little switch. Yep. Um. But I and I think my reasoning that I love the Telecaster so much is my uncle. Uh, he played in bands for years. My great uncle actually, uh, but he played with like Harry Nielsen and stuff like that. And he had like a classic. Was he his best friend? 
No. Uh, he had a classic Telecaster. It's a Harry Nilsson joke. We don't get it, but uh-huh. like, I'm sure somebody would, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could. I figured it out. It's, kill, uh, it's killing in the ratings. <laughs> uh, but he had a, like an original Telecaster that was gorgeous and like was, you know, like dented up and scratched up and had years of play on it. And so like I always wanted a Telecaster, but if I bought one, I'd be like, ah, I don't think, I think I just wanted his Telecaster, you yeah, know? Yeah, you wanted yeah. like that wear and tear vintage yeah. look. Yeah. Fuck. Do you still play? Um... A little bit. I play. I have an acoustic guitar at my apartment, and I like dick around and yeah. like mm-hmm. go on ultimate guitar and like look at chords. But I, I don't play with bands ever anymore. I'll tell you this: the biggest game changer ultimate guitar ever did was when the app, uh, when the app does it and the website when they created that thing that'll scroll for Auto you. Scroll, yeah. <sighs> I was like, we are living in the future. You I know spent what I mean? so much of eighth grade being like, you're my wonder. Okay. Yep, yep. Da, 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 oh, da, da, God. Da, da, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you grew up with YouTube. Yeah. So totally. you just learn your bass riffs. Printing, printing tabs. Print, I used to dude, print tabs when they yeah. first so much. came out with printable tabs. Yeah. It was like, what? I love to. This is to this day the way I've always done it. Because I, I, I've played and I played in a bunch of bands. I've written a lot of music, but I don't know how to do any of this stuff. And I only know like a hat, like a handful of guitar chords. And so like what I love about when you go on like Ultimate Guitar or any of those is you're like, okay, I want to learn this song. Well, I'm not going to do the tab. I'm going to do the chords. And you click on it and you're like, mm, B major seven. Oh, I'm not gonna I do don't that. know. B and you click on the seven. next one, then it's like E. And I'm like, all right, this is the one. I know? got E. Yeah. I know D. I know C. I know yeah. G. We I got, love it. We got a, we got a song. Uh, it's good. Uh, what bands, though? So you were in a pop punk. Uh, what, did, you, did you say what names? Would, would any of those bands have names? The cover bands? Uh, not that I can remember. We never really, like, it was like me, um, my good my like good friend of childhood who played drums, and then my... Um, my friend, who like my ex boyfriend, which feels weird to say. That's fun. Uh, but like, so like when I was in eighth grade, I you did. You think it feels weird to say it? Feels really cool to hear, though. <laughs> there, there's something in there. Uh, my, when I was in eighth grade, uh, I dated the seventh grader, and then um, look at you. I know. I Breaking know. I was a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in middle school terms, that is. Yeah. I mean, you, you date outside your grade. That's yeah. a you date pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I, oh, but here's the thing: like, he was honestly like the same age as me, but just like a grade younger. <laughs> totally. But people would always be like, "You're dating yeah. a seventh <laughs> grader." I'm like, I'm three months older than him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Um, but. Yeah, so we played, the three of us played um, in like a little band and like we would, uh, we would just do all cover songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as we went on through high school, um, I didn't really hang out with uh, that kid anymore as much because we went to different high schools. Mm-hmm. But me and the drummer went to the same one and then we found another bassist. Cool. And so like we would like fuck around and like every summer we'd play his like 4th of July party. That's fun, like, yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh, you found a bassist or you yeah, found, we found a, a another guy. guitarist to turn into a bassist? That's- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was a guitarist who had to play bass occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we found a full time basis for like when we did our like fun little summer thing. Yeah. What what songs were you covering at that time, or what bands were you into? So much Blink and Green Day. Yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, it was just Blink. The, the classics, right Green there. Green Day, yeah. Fall Out Boy. Like it was very mid two thousand. Fall Out Boy is a band that I I never I I loved that one album, the one that had the Sugar We're Going Down or whatever that fucking. Song oh is. yeah, from Under the Cork Tree. That one, and I love that they have one song called Grand Theft Audio that I fucking love. Oh uh, yeah, Where Is Your Boy Tonight? That, that one, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I didn't care for too much of them. But I, they're one of those bands that I end up. I saw them in concert so many fucking times <laughs> because I'd be not like, that well, good I'm like, live. I want to see Motion City soundtrack, or I want to see another band. That Motion City from. soundtrack is my band. I've seen a million times I love live. Them. I love them. I've seen them in America <laughs> and in Scotland. Wow. Yeah, and I and like two weeks apart, and in Scotland, I I was like, I just saw you guys in, at my college, and they're like, eh, okay. I think they broke up. Yeah, they broke up. Uh, but Tony Thaxton, who was their drummer, yeah, he's like a big LA comedy guy now. 
He's like friends with a bunch of different writers and stuff like that. He does a really good podcast all about Christmas. No way. It's crazy. It's really cool when things like that happen, you know? I feel like there's a lot more crossover between music and comedy totally, than people totally. think. And especially oh, yeah. well, because in comedy, there's so many, there's like, I feel like four or five different routes and indie rock is like one of those main routes, you know? Uh, like so many comedians used to be in bands or used to be in, you know, uh, at least big into music well, and I mean, stuff like that. I think a lot of it has to do with everybody is obviously has a uh, creative, expressive side to them. Yeah. And then uh, it's a natural transition to uh, comedy, at least, seems that way, because you can do it by yourself. Yeah. You know? Totally. So a lot of people are in bands, and you have to be more dependent on other people. On other folks. And then eventually you're just, like, trying to find other stuff to do to, like, fulfill your creative urge yeah. and then like comedy just seems so natural because like i said you just do it by yourself yeah. Yeah, you don't have to like scream at your rhythm guitarist to yeah. learn the bass you totally, totally. Can get up there drummers it's just like oh, those what guys. you can't fu- you can- when can we practice yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> oh that was the be- we were really lucky because our drummer's dad was a drummer sick uh and he was like they had a big setup in the garage and he was like you play whenever the fuck you want i love it that's yeah. We, uh, when we were, my band that did the most, Summer Too Late, we played, uh, for practices, there was this Christian, like, juice bar club in Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is right outside of Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, they did shows. Christian juice, that's wine, right? Totally, yeah, the blood <laughs> of the Christ. Uh, I like that one, Brandon. The, it's pretty good. Uh, the, uh, and this club, every Friday, Saturday night, they would have shows, you know, rock shows, um, and it was always the, of the time, it was like those bands like Juliana Theory and shit mm-hmm. like that, and like Thousand Foot Crutch and stuff, um, but they liked us. Do you know, they were all Christian Thousand Foot stuff. Crutch... Are they, um, I used to listen to this band called FM Static. Uh, that's probably the same. That sounds like it'd be the I same era. I think they're also Christian. Might be the same people, band yeah. name, though. Well, like Tooth and Nail Records was a big one and stuff like that. So all, like all these bands, like. I think they were out on that record probably, label. And I yeah. think that's why I know Thousand Probably because they probably all toured together. Reliant K was around at that time. Ace Trouble, Shooter, Further Seems Forever. Yeah. Um, but what was cool was, so this club liked us. So we got to practice there. We practiced there every Saturday afternoon at 2. And so we would just leave our equipment there. If we didn't have gigs, we'd leave our shit at the club and it would be in the storage room. But then what was great about that was anytime a band dropped out, all they had to do was call us and our equipment was all there. So like that's how we opened up for so many. Well, like there would be weekends, like a full month that we would have done Friday, Saturday shows all month, but we wouldn't have been booked on any of them. It was just, yeah. that's how it worked out. Um, but that, yeah, because the idea of just having a, well, like uh, having to go to a place and then set up a drum set. Oh. And fucking wait forever, and then have some fucker tune it, and you're like, you don't need to tune the drum set, buddy. Ugh, Christ. Anyways, what was your favorite album when you were a kid? Um, when you're in that age, you know. I mean, I used to listen to Enema of State like constantly. Yeah. I like it. Were um, you? And I was also in Tragic Kingdom, no oh, doubt. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No doubt. Uh, no doubt is weird because that album is so. It's like I don't. It stands. Well, it's great, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I don't, there's no connection in my brain between No Doubt, Tragic Kingdom, and like the current day Gwen Stefani world and stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah, no. It just feels like two completely different things that are unrelated, but they're not. It's like the same, yeah. it's that That's same That's why person. you start to get like your hella good for your transitional sounds. Yeah. So you can start to like you wrap your head around it, yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. What Which is that's the, a good beat, too. What are the other... You got it. Yeah. What if I just started rapping there? And She's on the wave stopped. runner the whole time. She, her arms are so perfectly animated. Yeah. You know, just how she's just got that. You Isn't know, she that, like got. She's got to be like in her fifties. No, oh, yeah. She's actually she's, eighty years old. Yeah. Her body language, though, just yeah. like it's one of. The, I don't know. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, though? totally, totally. You can just see like mm-hmm. it's from it, from go that like what she's able to like that's probably why she's such a uh front person she's a shiro to borrow a word from our friend kathy uh she's, she's like a, exudes charisma yeah. yeah and i'm wondering what happened to the other dudes in the band like is, is there also, a I like side? that I know song that she did there's another one, one that leads up to that it was that to the side yeah, yeah. Is that one yeah yeah south side i don't but say that phrase a lot i know uh, i like that moby song what hollaback girl is her pretty much yeah. just uh it's her Courtney Love diss track. Yeah. Which I guess Ooh. a lot of people have Courtney Love diss tracks. I fucking like it. I like Courtney Love. I yeah, don't like Courtney that she Love distracts her me. You know? <laughs> but, uh, All right. Didn't she write the song Cool by, about like one of her old band members she dated? What was his name? Yeah, yeah. The Maybe. bass player. The bass player they dated No forever. doubt. Yeah, yeah. And, which that's also a great And I know riff. will always yeah. be cool. I remember we I put on my parents' answering machine. I like put the CD player next to it and then was like, instead of being like, leave a message, I had the, sorry, we're not all right now. <laughs> and then my, like somebody called and was just like, somebody called. So my mom presses the button and then you just hear like, B and you just, you don't hear that. You just hear what? What's happening? Swan, are you there? Who's that? What is happening? <laughs> Carl's in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such a yeah. weird thing. I love that opening horn. That. Bum, wah, 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 yeah, and yeah. that song. What about Sublime? What are we doing with them? They I, were they were I late high school for me. Yeah. I like got really into Sublime when I was like sixteen. Sure. I, I kind of hate this whole like uh, Sublime sucks. Yeah. I underground mean, movement that's in there. I don't the know. Thing they suck. Yeah. But they're fun. Yeah. And yeah. they're enjoyable to listen to. And sometimes things don't have to be good mm. to be enjoyable. Yeah. I think Sublime is such a weird part of that nineties. Uh, anger, angsty bullshit, and came out of that because, like, isn't it weird that like it's but so funny? But their shit. angry songs? They weren't angry. But no, 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 not them. I'm oh, saying the reaction to them. Of, I'm saying yeah. the reaction to them because, like, how is it's weird to me that you're like, oh, you know that band that was all about partying, and then their lead singer tragically died. Fuck them. Like, it seems weird that we're, like, so mad at this band yeah. that had such a sad story at the end. Yeah, and, like, it was sad. He never got to see success. They and had a dog. Everybody likes the dog's dogs. The dog's dead. He's yeah. a good dog. Lou Dog, rest in peace. Lou Dog. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, the other day, I got I was at work, and I, like, uh, it was one of those, like, Spotify playlists that po- they populate for you. Yeah. And it played, like, one of those random songs from the self-titled album that, like, I've heard a million times because I listened yeah. to it as a kid, but not like "Crest Me Down" or right. for you know, not like one of the down hits. Down here at the pond, yeah, something shop, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I think I get it. I think I get why people were into this. You know, I yeah. got really into like some sublime. Be- I got really into like Garden Grove and yeah. like a couple of their other yeah. songs that yeah. weren't like radio number well, one. There's that like if weird- you don't like Bad Fish. Huh? Bad I- Fish is the one that I feel yeah, like is a yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love that and the that acoustic version. Of I it. like. Uh, Seemed like all the girls in high school that uh, yeah. I smoked weed with mm-hmm. uh, were really into Sublime. So like, yeah, we so, were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a girl, high school girls who smoke weed and yeah. people who enjoy Sublime. The Venn diagram, it's, <laughs> it's a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's a circle, and inside of it's that weird fucking star thing from the back of the album. Uh, somebody just, I saw somebody just, you know, the Sublime album cover, and it has the sun, the tattoo. Yeah. No, the one that's the tattoo, the oh. self-titled album cover. I saw somebody uh, on Twitter Photoshop that so that it's that same outline, but then inside is Roger Stone's weird Trump tattoo. <laughs> or not Trump, uh, Nixon, Nixon tattoo. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, I don't know who made this, but they're, uh-huh. that's fucking my comedy. That's right up my <laughs> so goddamn funny. alley. Uh, goddamn. Uh, Blink-182, did you see them? 
Yeah, but I didn't get to see them. So, like, they played in my town, um, not my town, but in Scranton, mm-hmm. um, when I was in, like, sixth grade, and I was, like, too young to yeah. really be allowed to go, and if I did, I'd have to be with my parents, and mm-hmm. I didn't want that. So, I didn't see them until I was a senior in high school. What okay. was your first big concert you were pumped for? Um, I got to go to concerts really early. I, I went to the Spice Girls when I was five years old. Ooh, Sick. That's, that's huge. That's, yeah, yeah, my that's mom took me to see the Spice Girls, and me and my brother, and then uh, also to see Britney Spears, like, the same summer. Oh, cool. Was your mom into wow. that? My mom's young. Oh, yeah. Whoa. My mom had my brother when she was 18 and she had nice. me when she was 23. Yeah. Um, so like she's a total like like it, it's funny because like when I think about it, I'm like, that's so weird that like my mom took me specifically to see the Spice Girls at Britney Spears. And I realized I was like, oh, my mom was like 20. She was like yeah. my age. She wanted to see the she Spice Girls. She wanted to see yeah. the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah, that's rad. And she didn't want to be a shitty parent. Yeah, yeah, she like just took her kids because like, like it wasn't she took us. It yeah. was like she tagged, like she brought yeah. us along. Yeah, some babysitter crapped out. And yeah. so she took you guys. Yeah, and then I think I also, that was the summer I went to a lot of concerts. Cool. I also went to, I think it was Lilith Fair. I oh, went to it with my mom. There you go. Um, and I was obsessed with jewel I've, oh yeah, I, yeah ever since i was a little kid i've been obsessed with jewel really? and um i got to see her and cheryl crow cheryl crow's like my favorite to this day to this day really yeah i don't think that i nothing against cheryl crow but i've never heard anybody call her her favorite your favorite oh That's my god cool. her greatest hits album yeah like if you listen to it it's like it was just what the radio was yeah. for like the I, late night like the I like late night sublime's days. greatest hits because it's just a bunch of bongs yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got it bong hits uh, Cheryl Crow, I I don't uh, I have nothing against her, but I always when it came I, to that like female Kid Rock, oh yeah, I'm more of a Kid Rock it's guy. Just yeah. uh, between that Kid Rock song and I want to be in the sun or yeah, whatever, soak up the sun. Yeah, yeah, those were the ones that kind of like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I loved Alanis Morissette, and I feel like of that oh, era yeah. of oh, female great. song singer songwriter and stuff, she was who I identified with the most. But my mom, weirdly, who wasn't as young, my mom got super into Jewel and fucking like to this day loves Jewel. Uh, and then my grandma got really into uh, my who has passed away now. My grandma got really into Cheryl Crow because of that fucking Kid Rock song. Because I was at my a lot of grandmas did. I got at my grandma's house one day. I was at my grandma's house one day, and we and this was when I was like new metal. This was the years, you know. And she just goes, uh, "We're talking," and she just goes, uh, "Patrick, do you know Kid Rock?" And I was like, <laughs> "What is happening? Am I dreaming right now?" Uh, and yeah, my grandma played Cheryl Crow like all you know till the end. So that's fun, you and her. You oh know? man, I the love two. I love Cheryl Crow so much. Yeah. I, I I saw um. I was at the rally to restore sanity in 2011, mm-hmm. and um, Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock were both there. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. I, I believe Kid Rock was there. I could be wrong. He was but on the side, the I, opposing side. I was so mad they didn't play Pitcher. What an asshole. They, oh. they did like a different song, and I, I could be wrong. Someone That's could funny. be listening and be like, no, he wasn't there, but I really think he was. I think that was a little bit before he went like super crazy. Yeah. I think it's weird that uh, Cheryl Crow always said... The first cut is the deepest, mm-hmm. but the first cut she released was "All I Want to Do Is Have Some Fun." <laughs> That's not very not deep at all. Deep at all. Very honest though. Yeah, that song is the best. Yeah. Oh man, I like. I used to like. I've always looked up to her so much. Yeah. But like, I always thought she was like this like wild like stoned party girl from her songs. Yeah. And then like now that I, I'm an adult and I can just Google people, she's like a marathon runner with yeah. like a vegan cookbook. Well, that's like I love that with uh, what's her name? Uh, fuck, I always forget her name. She sang "Stay." You say Lisa Loeb. Lisa Loeb. She oh, was one of those people who I always had an idea what she was like. Yeah. And then I found out, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like she's the opposite of that. She's like pretty chill. 
kind of a uh, writery, you know, really silly, but you know, and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool, you know. Like the idea of Jewel just uh, living in, like she was like dirt poor, yeah, living that's in cool. the back of a van, going around Alaska, in Alaska. Yeah, 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 dude, like I went to even, Alaska. That makes you even poorer. <laughs> yeah, I went to Alaska in 2004. They don't play anything but Jewel. Totally, yeah. Well, that's that she's their greatest. You yeah. Know? She's their greatest export. Like yeah. they even like intuition there. Yeah. Wait, what's <laughs> intuition? Is that another? That's, the th- that's like sellout that jewel. About. Oh, because it's all like uh, you know pop. Is that, was it's that very standing poppy. still? Am I Ooh. standing still? Yeah. Every once in a while, uh, you guys like, know. Follow your heart. Yeah. The intuition it will lead you in the right direction. They even named a. Uh, uh, shaving razor after it. I did not. I, <laughs> the chic intuition. I don't have that. That was my first razor. <laughs> <laughs> and same, only razor. Mine was a Motorola. Uh, I, uh, oh, oh boy, what are we doing now? Uh, we are hot. We're cooking with something. I'm I don't know if it's fuel, but uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, you guys know like ASMR? Right? Yeah. That thing? So, there's a thing with a Jewel song in the, um, the one that's like, hear the clock at 6 a.m. That one, there's a part where she says, oh, so good, or something, oh, so bad. And that, there's a thing where that does the ASMR to me, but I nothing, not everything does. But And there's two versions of the song. And so one of the versions it does, one of the versions it doesn't. And when I was a kid, I never knew. But it would, I would always just get this like fucking tingle on the back of my neck. And I didn't know what it was. And then fucking 15 years later, everybody invents ASMR. And I'm like, ah, cool. I'm not just having strokes every time Joel, <laughs> Jewel sings a song. Every time she yodels. Yeah, did, yeah. Did you see the Jewel tapestry at my old house in Des Moines? What? Is this a real question? I yes. don't know. real. Okay. Yeah, Is this yeah. a setup or real? No, no, no. I'm just no, trying to no. think of a pun about like, a tapestry. When she was doing, no, I didn't know you had obviously one. Obviously, she was like trying to like. Also, didn't see any dog there either, if you want to get technical. <laughs> right. So when she was tr- obviously trying to make more money at the time. But uh, my roommate worked for a flooring company and for some reason Jewel did cross promotion with this flooring company. Of course. So, so he has like a tapestry that's been in his uh kitchen for yeah. you know eight years and it's just Jewel like really, really dressed up for like pop type style. Yeah. And it's just like Jewel and so and so flooring. That's and it's crazy. just like this you know six why? foot tall. You know why she did that? Okay, I'm Jewel. You asked me if I want to do a promotion for your tapestry company. Hey, uh, Jewel, you want to do a promotion for my flooring company? Yes, I live in a fucking van in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she was Mike Foley before. Don't, Matt Foley? Matt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matt Foley, she comes into your house. Yeah. She's like, I live in a van. Yeah, and then I get that fucking tingle on my neck, and I'm like, ah, my nose is bleeding. Ah, uh, goddamn. Uh, okay, so uh, growing up in uh, Pennsylvania and stuff like that, uh, what was your uh, snacks? What was your shit? Oh, man. I'm very Pennsylvania-centric, actually. What oh, does that yeah? mean? Uh, yeah, we did so Middlesworth chips, Hershey's candy. Middlesworth? Yeah. Middlesworth. It's like this barbecue chip brand that I can only find in Pennsylvania. Um, That's like a smaller version of Dr. Evil's cat. Bigglesworth? Oh, Bigglesworth? Middlesworth? Ah! Boom, ah! baby. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, <laughs> Just barbecue, though. So, uh, no, they make other kinds, but the barbecue is really the flagship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that um, what you're? Is that are you a barbecue chip? Yeah, I like barbecue chips. I I'm uh, def- that's definitely my favorite. I, I like sour cream and onion too, but Ugh. barbecue you don't have to deal with the after breath. Yeah. Yeah. You ever dip your toe into the uh, all dressed up style no. of chips? Mm-mm. We should have. Uh, well, they're pretty Canadian, but apparently it's just like. They throw everything on there, so it's oh yes, barbecue meets ketchup meets sour kinda cream, like, kind of like Celine Dion. 
a pretty Canadian. <laughs> okay, hey, now, I don't know go. what's happening, but I like it. Uh, I did Middlesbrough chips. Uh, we did these things uh, like Tasty Cakes. Yeah. Um, did you ever have Little any. Debbie's? Or were you just going to choose Tasty We were Tasty, tasty cake. cake people. That's funny, because that seems so bonkers to me but it's just because I we didn't have figures we didn't have tasty, I cakes, think tasty cakes factory was in pennsylvania that would make sense yeah are there any like scranton uh area specific fast food or pizza places that uh, oh million scranton's a huge pizza town yeah, yeah that's um, on the show that's part of the office was the whole thing about all the different pizza places and, and, stuff. and chili's yeah, the chilies. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna close that's the deal, so funny. we don't have chilies. Is the new? Uh, oh, that's a bummer. If they don't, wow. have, we don't have the, that's a couple. Th- so the office was for the most part very accurate. Like yeah. the, a lot of the places they name dropped. Like yeah. for instance, like Pam went to my high school. Oh, weird. And they would talk about my high school sometimes. Like it was very place specific. Yeah. But they, the Benihana, yeah. and the Chili's are both 30 minutes outside of Scranton, mm. down in Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre, that's where the Penguins uh, farm team is at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Scranton um, Wilkes-Barre Penguins. They referenced, the, oh yeah, Scranton Wilkes-Barre, that makes sense. Uh, the uh, Kind of something like that in a smaller scale for me that bugs me in things, um, when people get Omaha wrong, because I don't know much, and uh, Glow, there's a season of Glow, in the first season, in the first, maybe in the pilot, uh, Alison Bree's character is talking about how she did uh, small time theater in Omaha. And she's like, well, I did this, this, this at the Blah Blah Playhouse. And I was like, that place didn't open until like the early 90s. What's happening? <laughs> and it's one of those things where like literally nobody would give a fuck. Nobody yeah. cares. And the fact no they, cares. they even Googled to name a real theater. Yeah. But it, it started four years after she said, so fuck this. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's just like 50,000 points and double dragon all over. Yeah. Again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then in uh, um, Better Call Saul... That starts with him working at the uh, Omaha airport, and he's working at a Cinnabon. And I'm like, ah, there's only fucking four places at the Omaha airport. One of them ain't Cinnabon, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, nobody else is ever going to care about that. I'm just going to carry it with me till I die, you know? Yeah. Um. So were you ever into? So you sound like more of a more of a uh, savory with the chips and stuff like that. Like yeah, I was. I was not like a huge sweets kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like Scranton does really Scranton does like two things particularly well, mm-hmm. and it's a it's kind of a. It, I think it's because Scranton is the halfway point between upstate New York and New York City. Yeah. Pizza and hot wings. Ooh, oh, cool. nice. Okay. Like, so their pizza leans more like uh, some of the places here, like the big, bigger. So there's a lot of good round, like a lot of good round New York style. But Scranton's thing is they do square pizza and it has American cheese mixed with mozzarella. Ooh. And it sounds not great to a lot of people. You guys are from the Midwest. So I mean, you guys yeah, are like we're American open, cheese. We're yeah. open to a lot of. But I tell people from New Jersey or New York that we use American cheese and they get very yeah. upset. People here are defensive about pizza yeah. variations to a fault. Yeah, very, very yeah, You know what I say? The only yeah. pizza that's bad is pizza you ain't had. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like there, there are so many different variations on this wonderful dish that these people here like just get it in their head that they can't be different. <laughs> yeah, it's you know? dumb as fuck. Like the styles we got at all the pizza places back home where it's yeah. more like cut cut is a round pizza, cut into squares, and we have a more like crispy like uh, crunchy, crunchy crust, crackery, crust, crackery, crackery crust. crust I like almost. that actually, though. Yeah, me too. That's my pizza, baby. I uh, there's a I don't know what this I don't, wouldn't know how to explain it, but Detroit is known for a Detroit style pizza, and it's really good. And it, it's kind of that. Square, sounds like that. Yeah. Think of yeah. it. Think of Little Caesars. Yeah. And then think of a uh, higher quality version mm. of Little Caesars yeah, huh. 
And that's Detroit style. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That uh-huh. makes sense. There's Art- a new place that opened up in uh, Flatiron. Like, that's like, it's called like Tiger's something and hmm. Bear. Like, oh my, but it's a Detroit style pizza Oh, place. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Archie's I know voted that- best in Bushwick uh, does Detroit style. I only it's know right around the corner from Precious Archie's. Archie's. Hmm. Okay. Right around the corner We've from Precious there. Metal. So if you... Do a show or whatever. You can yeah. run over there and grab a good slice. We. The only reason I know that there's a flat iron one is because when I went to Detroit, fucking like six people were like, they got one in New York now. Yeah. It's just that thing, you know, people are ready for it. I, I, I love hot wings, but I don't eat meat anymore. So oh, it's yeah. like, I can't, but I still like, that is one of those things that I, my mouth will get, wa- especially like if you're at a place that makes pretty good hot wings and you, mm-hmm. that buffalo smell, as soon as it hits <sighs> me, it's yeah. like, it's, it's soul crushing. I don't, uh. How do you feel about the sauce, like mm. ranch I, and blue cheese? I'm blue cheese. Yeah. yeah, I don't need. I don't. I was never for either, but I, I, I have more faith in the buffalo sauce and oh, yeah. the other stuff. You know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I'll always I always go classic buffalo, and mm-hmm. I always ask like, how hot is it? And if yeah. they're like, it's really fucking hot, I go medium. And if they're like, ah, it's not that bad, I get hot. Yeah, I yeah. Like, that's the way to go. If you gotta, I, you gotta feel it. If I don't trust a place or if I'm at somewhere for the first time, uh, I'll ask them to, the fr- especially for the first time, I'll just have them put the sauce on the side because mm-hmm. uh, that, that's fine with me. And then I can just dip as much as I want and like really go a hog wild or I can, you know, um, so but you, uh, I like a wet sauce though. Do too. you like the, do you like drummies or, or flats? I prefer drums. Okay. What is I that? know that people like flats better. Is like this, I kn- hold on, time out. Is this real? Yeah. Do people say drummies or flats? Yeah. yeah. I never heard those. No, words. well, I've never heard drummies, but drums flats. I've never heard that. But it, uh, did you? How do you? Okay, we used. Did you ever do a contest where you have to eat wings? No. Yeah. Uh, do you ever figure out the way to eat them in a certain way? The flats, yeah. I guess we're calling them now. Yeah, or yeah. You, you pull apart. that one bone out. Not not what I would do. I would. You bite them, and you you bite it in half, and you pull one side. You bite it the other way. You pull the other side. Then you open it up, and there's just like a little piece that hangs in the middle. You get those fuckers gone fast. That's not the right way. Sometimes to do you it. eat some of that crunchy part wrong. on the end that you Patrick's shouldn't eat. Like you swallow the bone. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. yeah. You pull the one bone out, and yeah. then it's like yeah, a you and then one you bone. suck everything off That's of the other one bone. One, yeah. yeah, hey buddy, I don't know. My face was on the wall of a lot of different <laughs> buffalo places around the Midwest. Um, uh, and buffalo wings are what made me stop being a vegetarian. That's fine. I was a vegetarian for six years. Smelled buffalo wings. Done every day. Buffalo wings yeah. almost make me stop being a, bu- a vegetarian. They haven't found a good big buffalo. Oh, wing. there are. There are several, but there's. It's not. You never. Even um in in Greenwich Village, there's a great place called Rabbit Red Bamboo, and they like put. They go all out to make it seem like it's real meat. Um, and they even have like sticks, like wood dowels that they put in it to make it feel like you're eating it off the bone. Um. But it's you'll it's never getting that exact same feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with ribs, like rib tips and stuff like that, they've really mastered it to where rib it's like tips, fucking great. Just take your time, man. <laughs> you know you don't want to rush it. Yeah. All right. Uh, wipe your oh well. Here's a rib tip out there for the married couples. Uh, as soon as I eat ribs, take my fucking ring off. You know. <laughs> Because if the waiter or waitress is hot, I don't want to fuck around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that was fine. That was a fun dumb joke. Uh-huh. Uh, cartoons. What? Okay, you said Adult Swim, but what about like when you were a little, little kid? Were you a... Uh, oh, little, little. Um, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, cool. Big yeah. Powerpuff yeah. Girls. I figured it had been cartoon, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I love big... Uh, I love Scooby-Doo. I went to Scooby-Doo sure. for Halloween a couple years in a row. Um, you guys were at... You went to Scooby-Doo? Yeah, yeah, the dog. That's funny. <laughs> Specifically the dog. Nobody does that. Everybody pick... Like, really? I'm a f- really? Do they? I feel like it's like I'm a no, friend. No, I think it was I'm rare. A, a lot of people were like, "I'm a Daphne." Yeah, or I'm a yeah, yeah. Shaggy. You know, I was guy, like, "No, I'm the dog." You know, the guy who did the voice of Fred also did the voice of Megatron. 
Really? Yep, Frank yep. Welker. Frank Welker, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was uh, also a big Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Big Dragon Ball Z. I, I was a very, um, I, I, I brushed on light anime. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hold my own in a conversation yeah. with people who are, like, obsessed. But, yeah. like, I did the Toonami. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, that sure. Whole. That's cool, yeah. I did the Toonami, you know? <laughs> I did the Toonami. Toonami. Ooh, yeah. You hear about uh, our friend Lance? Wait, is that his name? Lance Armstrong? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. got all of his tour denomies, whatever. You get it. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck, my nose is bleeding. Uh, <laughs> it's really gushing blood. I'm spiraling. Uh, goddamn. Uh, okay, so we got your cartoons. Mm-hmm. We got your movies. Oh, wait. What was Sitcoms. Your- we didn't do... What? We did sitcoms. That's all we, yeah, we talked oh, about. Yeah, well, right. I mean, we only talked about The Office, but that was well, the main one. Well, I mean, I was thinking of single camera. I was thinking of movies. Did you oh, have a movie, yeah. like a tape you ran into death or a DVD or something like that? Like, what was your... If somebody was... If you were 10 First years old... quotable. What's Samantha's favorite movie? Um, I cannot tell you how many times I watched Anchorman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it came out in the early 2000s, yeah. but like, so I didn't have that like when I was a little kid. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Yeah, that's it. I watched that movie all, like I, my friends and I could like just quote it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, that's one of the most quotable movies totally. in the last so, fucking 20 years. I remember going to, I went to Scotland and, or Ireland in 2009 or 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Anchorman came out probably what, 2005 maybe? I uh, I went there and on a I spray painted on a wall a big wall was a picture of a lamp with a heart in the middle and it just said oh. I love lamp oh. and then like in fucking Dublin like in yeah. the the old part of Dublin and you're seeing this on the wall and it was one of those things where it's like it it wasn't the movie had been out long enough that it's it was weird that that was there you know yeah uh it, but it wasn't long enough that it was like a classic movie yet yeah you know it that was weird so, like five yeah, years yeah man. I, it's such a subtle like almost throwaway joke on it. But I love, there's a shot of the whole uh, news team walking mm-hmm. together and they're just eating food. And then as soon as they're done, they just throw, <laughs> throw all the trash all. Yeah, yeah. on the fucking floor like it's nothing and, and keep walking. It's just, uh, man. It's the 70s, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, uh, 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 also just, no, nobody was famous when it came out. No. And you go back and watch it now and it's like, you know, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, and of course, Will Ferrell are yeah. like, well, and, uh, Will Ferrell Techner wasn't even that yeah. big. That's like, uh, I think he, that was his breakout role. Yeah, his like, first, I mean, yeah, he yeah. had other roles, but that was like, I think what made him like, yeah, a was, super yeah him and all the other McKay movies they made right after that. Was, oh my God. I'll tell, I was just a stand up New York last night and mm-hmm. they're playing Talladega Nights on the TV and I was like, pisses me off no like no no offense to any comedy club but it's such a bummer when you go into a place and they play like the greatest like yeah. a, the des moines <laughs> funny bone would always play fucking the simpsons yeah and you're like what are you doing yeah <laughs> play I c-span i can't you know? compete with the simpsons even if they're yeah. on closed caption but i i do love that though I, last time i was at uh precious metal they were playing uh um fucking i i don't i know uh dirty rotten scoundrels mm-hmm. and so it's like well i could fucking that's pay getting, attention to this that's show I could pay attention to the show, or I could just watch one of the funniest things, you know? Uh, did you ever see the sequel to Anchorman? Yes. Is it all right, or what do you feel? It's deal? fine. It's yeah? very forgettable. Yeah. Um, it was like... It's adequate it like as far as comedy. Yeah. It's yeah. not... Comedy sequels, yeah. are, they're already going to be up against it anyway. There's funny enough bits I didn't. It. I didn't see it because I saw Zoolander 2, and, I, and the same, I had that exact feeling about Zoolander 2. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I'll leave Anchorman the way I feel about it, but now... Uh, I saw that, that movie was a little too hyper stylized for me. What does that mean? Uh, they had a lot of style in it. Yeah. <laughs> he Some, really did not expect you to ask yeah, the follow up. I didn't. It was just supposed to be a throwaway. Like that's huh? funny that I said that was a throwaway joke, though. I'm now realizing. Yeah. Because they the threw it away. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do that on purpose. Well, I, you know, God rarely gives with both hands. I. Uh, he doesn't have hands. It's not even a he. That's weird. God okay. is a tortoise. 
Whoa, write that down. Uh, okay, but I was going to say what I thought was really interesting about Anchorman is that now there's a Rob Burgundy podcast. Yeah. You know yeah, about this? With one radio. of the worst yeah. commercials, but I guess it's funny. Well, see, that's the thing. But is, I they think throw it the would commercial on the top of uh, Stuff You Should Know, yeah. like almost every episode now, and he's like yelling about pee-pee. Yeah. I guess it's... It's a good, fun. fun podcast. Hey, I'm laughing about it. The commercial is uh, maybe because I hear it almost every yeah, morning. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I just think it's weird because it's like, uh, it's so. it seems like it was so long ago. Uh, but also, I'm so interested. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I'm so interested in it. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is... Also, is it Will Ferrell? Yeah. I assume... What's happening? Why is Will Ferrell getting into this goddamn game? Like, what happened? Probably you know, it's pretty easy to I'm do. I'm sure, but like, I'm oh, probably boy. takes like 30 minutes out of his day. Yeah, yeah. I hope he, he probably gets paid a billion dollars. He probably gets paid yeah. so much money, and we get paid a billion dollars for this podcast too. But I mean, like, over a long, long time, he probably gets plus a he's got to build up cred after Holmes and Watson. Yeah, uh, isn't it weird that uh, Riley was in Holmes and Watson and Stan and Ollie? Like, they're both like you know. Oh yeah. And one was like considered like a fantastic, beautiful movie. The other one was Stan and Ollie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, goddamn. Uh, Sam, you've been great. Fantastic guest on the show. I swear to God. The oh, Inevers, they love you. Uh, they're all on board. Tell them uh, where they can find you on the internet and all that kind of stuff. And uh, what you got coming you can, up? You can find me on samantharetty.com. And then also you can follow me on Twitter at Samly Matters, S-A-M-L-Y I just fucking got that. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. It takes people along. Uh, people uh, have like been like, you need to change that, and then I'm like, why? It's just a pun, and then they say it out loud, and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, I that is what it is. I was how they get mixed up to say they need to change it though. Like I don't know because I think people are like, why is this nonsense gibberish? That's what handle? I always thought it is. I always thought it was some shit because you're young, and I was like, I bet she had some AOL inside joke. That's a handle thing, anyways. Where yeah. like it's crazy how often you'll read. The same handle, yeah, that somebody has over and over and over, and then one day all of a sudden, like it clicks and you get the joke of well, what that's they're what trying to write. We talk about that with uh, Asmus with his yeah. old handle, which was Dirty Son, Filthy yeah. Son, Filthy Son, and I always thought it was like Filt Tyson, and I was like, <laughs> "Who's Phil Tyson?" Then <laughs> yeah. Phil Tyson, what the fuck? Uh, I'm I want to sure change people mine. Out there, I think like, it's funny. It doesn't matter. You're I've been good trying there. to change what it, the but I, I don't want to change it unless I can get my name. So. Yeah, is somebody own it? Mm-hmm. Somebody, I just saw uh, our friend Lopez, Andrew Lopez, was tweeting at uh, for Jenny uh, Jennings is a comic out of Atlanta, and he was like doing a campaign on Instagram to get another Jenny Jennings who never uses Instagram to yeah. give it to her. And I was like, that's fun. We could all get together and help I, people. I have know? a dead former Penn State Jesus, punter. We, got, we said we're stopping to bring it up. We're not bringing oh. it up no more on the show. That's got brand, all the Brandon Ream stuff on yeah. lockdown. Huzzah. Reams, uh, Reams, I have a pretty big foothold in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Reamstown, Pennsylvania. It's a little tiny town outside of uh, Hershey. Was founded by my. What are we gonna go with? Like ten greats. Yeah, I'm a tenth generation American, but Johann Sebastian Reem. Is that uh, real? Yeah, this is not real. It is. It is. Also, I, are you serious that there's another Brandon Reem who's dead and that's why you can't away. get their Twitter? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's awful. It's a bummer, yeah. It's a real bummer, and mainly for them, but yeah. I guess it also sucks for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah. since I was following them already because, or I mean, not, oh, on, that's so not sad. on Twitter, but just as a person. Yeah. Because he was a punter at Penn State. Yeah. And his name was Brandon Ream, and I thought that was cool and like noteworthy. And then all of a sudden, uh, he gets cancer and, oh, no. and yeah. dies. And like they had like a Brandon Ream day at. 
Penn State University, and yeah. they do. He's like involved in charity, and he's got this Team Ream stuff that's all yeah. uh, black and gold because uh, that's a big color in the state and stuff. And oh man, yeah, that's so sad. What a There's also a chiropractor named Brandon. Ray. They, he's yeah. got the website. But. Yeah, now we're coming for you, chiropractor. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. So thank you so much for being on there. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm sorry that it got so bogged down in sadness. Uh, I get bummed anytime I hear about it. The other Patrick Casey's still be, uh, kicking around, but whenever he buys stuff at Best Buy, I get the points. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, where can listeners find you on the internet? Reamcore. R e a m k o r. Not to be confused with Reamacore, which some people <laughs> were like, "What's up with this Reamacore?" That's the thing. Literally, once the because the Sam, now that I get it, Samly Manor. But that's literally what I would if yeah. I was just I, if I didn't know understand, I'd be like, "Oh, what's Reema?" Rima C-O-R-E. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can find me there. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy, yeah. second Friday of every month. Fantastic. At Precious Metal. Uh, that's about it. And you can follow me at Patrick Hasty. It's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-E, PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming tweets and shows. Uh, remember, I'm going to be in uh, Week of the Creek. Then I'm going to be doing uh, Minneapolis in the middle of uh, April. Uh, Lincoln and, you know, go to the website. Please go buy tickets to all this shit so that I can live my life uh, get on the Patreon, That's donate. Right. Uh, we just posted a video last week, a fun size video last That's week. Right. So five dinosaurs. Bucks. You can watch us talk about dinosaurs. Uh, you probably already listened and loved it. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die, and as always, remember: if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Buy a t-shirt. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.